Wave 105, thank you for choosing us this afternoon. A new album out on the 8th of November. A massive tour next uh, autumn, including two dates. One at the Brighton Centre, Wednesday the 21st of October. Friday the 23rd at the International Centre, BIC in Bournemouth. Simply Red are back with Blue Eyed Soul. Time to check in with the man himself, Mick Hucknall. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent, sir. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Listen, this album, uh, I can't remember the last time I used the words dirty and brassy in the same <laughs> phrase, but this is it, isn't it? It's It's got some real dirt and the brass and the strings, it's all in there. That was my intention. You know, I wanted to really do a full-on blue-eyed soul record in the genre of soul, funk and R&B. Excellent. And I, I love the fact as you work the way through the album from uh, the first single, Thinking of You, the current single, Sweet Child, you, you kind of uh, get introduced to it. Then you move into this really dirty, bright, the string sections in it. And then, just as you've kind of reached that fever pitch, tonight comes on and it's that kind of end of the evening slow dance in the old days. Yeah, tonight is effectively, um, I, I, de I designed the song to imagine like a, a guy that was too shy to, to propose marriage. Yeah. So that, that would be playing in the background to make it easier for them to ask them. It is. And, and, and hopefully they say I do. <laughs> oh, well, let's hope so. It's one of those lovely, uh, you know, uh, songs, slightly wistful and, and almost like a little helping hand for those that need the, the hand <laughs> exactly, in romance. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Brilliant. Um, you, you, there weren't a lot of hanging around in production with this, was there? It was just get in there, one, two, three, four, let's go. Well, the real key to it was the attention to detail in getting the arrangements right. And God bless the mobile phone is what I say. Um, I wrote because I wrote the songs uh, at home, but but uh, singing them into my mobile phone and, uh, you know, writing down all the lyrics and then just working. I, I did the uh, 10 songs over a two month period. But also I managed to do all the uh, arrangements. So I sang the bass lines, the horn parts, the guitar parts into my phone. So when I went into the studio, I had all the parts, which, you know, the studios are very expensive. So you yeah. don't want to waste a huge amount of time in there. You don't want to be working on arrangements when you're in the room. You want to be recording. So I basically gave the parts to, to Steve, the bass player, and then Roman, the drummer, were just playing. We slowly built up the track. Once we had the arrangement, we were then able to do the takes because this album is largely a live album. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the vocals are like one-take tracks. You know, everything was about take three, take four, uh, and, uh, and we just went for it. You know, the, the studio, Mark Knopfler's studio, is a fantastic room for, for a real band. The Stones did their album there, didn't exactly. they? Yeah, yeah so I yeah, mean, yeah. You, you know you know when they're starting to use it. It's, yeah, it's a great, great studio, Mark Knopfler's place in London. Um, and you've been quoted as saying that, you know, music's a young person's game. But as you say, if you embrace the technology that you can use today, most of it can be done beforehand, can't it, before you get to the studio, as you say? Well, uh, what, what I meant was is that pop music yeah. is a young people's game. You know, the the, the chart successes you have is generally, uh, it's, it's not just about the music, it's about the age and the, and the whole thing, you know, that comes with it, teen, screaming teens and stuff. You know, when you get to be my age, they ain't screaming so much. Oh, as, come as, on. They're, 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 they're waggling their walking sticks. <laughs> you have the screaming teens, though. You have the screaming teens, yeah, but, you? know, I tell you, it's true what you say, because what, what is really lovely about our audience is it's a fantastic mix of yeah. people from different walks of life, different ages, and it's just really heartening to see what a great mix of people we do attract.
But isn't that your music that transcends uh, age? Because your influences that you've drawn on, they're drawing on you now as they're influenced the younger people. Well, I would like to think that's the case, yeah, and it certainly seems to be whenever I, whenever I look at the audience. And, of course, they, they keep the music fresh, yeah. you know, because each night, you know, when we're in Brighton, we'll be playing largely the same songs as we do in Bournemouth, yeah. but the magic of it is it doesn't get boring because we know that it's a different audience. Absolutely. And I'm aware that these people who work hard, they've taken the time to buy a ticket, and I want to give them what they want. I want to give them the hits that they like and try and give them as much entertainment as they can because they've been very kind enough to spend a ticket to come and see little old me. It's Wave 105. Uh, The new album is out on the 8th of November, Blue-Eyed Soul. Uh, There's Thinking of You. We're going to play Sweet Child in just a moment. Mick's here. Um, You know, you could have been forgiven, Mick, at this stage to have gone slightly introvert with an album and, I don't know, gone uh, wistful, waxing lyrical about your life. But no, uh, it's it's absolutely full-on, full cylinders, isn't it? That was my plan. You know, I, I I had two things in my mind. I wanted to make sing harder, push the voice a little harder, get a more raw sound and a, a, a raspy sound under my voice, and also design the songs that my band would enjoy playing night after night. Music that you can kind of bob your head to and dance, and certainly by the second half of the show, I'll be looking to, to get all that crowd up and dancing. And uh, where, I mean, you know, your influences, the people you've worked with, that you've sung with, Quincy, Quincy Jones. I got to see Shalimar on Saturday night with Jeffrey Daniel. I mean, what a guy he's been. And, you know, there, there's this very small group of people, yourself included, who've managed to work with the real legends. Uh, I mean, you were sang with B.B. King as well. Did some of him rub off on you or vice versa? Well, you know, B.B. was a really beautiful gentleman. Uh, and uh, my relationship with Quincy goes back a long way. You know, if ever if ever Quincy wants somebody to perform Ray Charles songs, he calls me. Brilliant. I have this relationship with him where, you know, I'm the guy that sings the Ray Charles arrangements, you know. Um, it's been an absolute joy over the years to work with some of the people that I admire. You know, I, 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 I've sung with... Uh, I played with George Harrison at Damon Hill's 40th birthday party and B.B. Uh, King, Van Morrison, half of the Rolling Stones. Um, you, you know, it's, it pinch me. It's just been you, the most wonderful experience over the years. But you, you honestly know. still have that enthusiasm, that love. And it's your love of music, I think, more than necessarily that, that having to be in the pop group or, 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 or whatever that drives you on. Well said, Steve. That's absolutely correct. You know, I've had a love of music... Music has been my companion and best friend since I was about three or four years old, and it's never waned. Uh, I, I love my job, I love my profession, um, I love doing what I do, and uh, you know, just uh, giving people real music. Yeah, and may long long may it continue. Uh, the album then is out in November. Do you look at chart positions anymore? Does it do, does it worry you, or do you not worry you? Does it intrigue you, or are you just pleased the music's out there? I'm just pleased I'm still alive, yeah. quite frankly. Uh, but you know, after what some of the stuff I've been doing over the years, I'm still I'm still here. And uh, and the, the best thing of all is that my voice is still in great condition. You know, I don't smoke cigarettes and uh, I know I don't drink super alcohol, which are the two things that can really damage your voice, as well as yakking all day. I don't really talk very much. And thank God for email and text messaging because if I didn't have that, I probably would have been. Uh, 
uh, I, I would have filed away my voice by now. But I'll, fortunately, it's still in good nick. I'll tell you what, it's working harder than ever on the album, and uh, the results are fantastic. Blue Eyed Soul, Simply Red, Friday, November the 8th, it's out. Uh, don't forget to catch the tour, because I've seen this man perform on more than one occasion, and uh, you don't hold back, do you? I enjoy my job, I really do. And it sounds like you enjoy yours too, Steve. If it's talking to people like you, I'm well happy. Wednesday, 21st of October, next year, Brighton Centre, BIC on Friday the 23rd. I would suggest it's a fairly decent Christmas present if we're not too early to mention <laughs> that. Uh, Mick, lovely to talk to you. Uh, this is the current single. Get the album, Blue Eyed Soul. It'll take you on a right old roller coaster. This is Sweet Child. Mick Hucknell, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Steve. Brilliant. Thank you.